Yo. Jay Prag, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I myself, Jay Prag, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their music, their personal life, and of course, we got to drop that new heat before the end of the show is out today. Got a special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Toronto, Canada. Got my man, King K, on the phone lines. What's going on, King K? Man, pleasure to have you on, jumping on the bandwagon today. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate being on. My pleasure, my pleasure. I had a chance to check out that new single, Now or Never. We're going to talk about it. Uh, I'm going to give you some feedback, what I thought about the record myself, just as a fan of music. And then, of course, a little later on, I'm going to let you introduce it, all right? All right. My man. But first and foremost, for all my listeners, um, let's let's open up a little bit. Let's find out more about King K. So first and foremost, are you originally from Toronto, Canada? Um, no, I'm originally from Russia. Um, actually, I'm I'm adopted. So okay. I was born in uh, a little city in Russia called Tumen. I believe it's. I think it might be a few hours east of Moscow. It, it might be west. I'm not too sure. But I was adopted when I was like a little over a year old. I ended up moving to Toronto, Canada from from there and i've lived here ever since then so i've i've grown up here and kind of adapted to that culture but yeah no i was i was born in russia and spent about a year that before i moved to canada so okay all right so uh family i guess family ties uh, uh, of course is what brought you to canada um is that where you, where you would say you found yourself musically as well um well i was um Musically, it, it kind of developed in the stages. So the first hint was that my uh, well, I'm gonna get into like a few of these layers. It's kind of long, but no, the, that's fine. Take your time. It was that I started trying to do kind of a, a dip and dab in singing. You know, I, I was in my school choir when I was younger. I think I was maybe nine or ten when I first started doing that, and then I ended up moving on to go into play a band when I was um I think I was maybe thirteen. Um, I did that for like maybe a year and a half, but then eventually I kind of got bored of it. I ended up starting 
recording music when I was 14, and I got more heavily invested into it around a year ago. So it's been about a year now that I've been kind of serious about actually doing stuff. I've been experimenting with different things, but yeah, no, I've been I've been doing different forms of music for a while. It kind of developed in stages, but yeah, no, I've been pretty I've been pretty set on what I've been doing for the last year. So. So you pretty much say you found yourself. You can say that you've been full development these past few years, especially to get to the stage. I think that that's definitely a big part of it. I think that the past experience I had was um, definitely paved a huge part of who I am today as an artist. But I think that I've kind of, I'm constantly looking for, I'm constantly looking to improve and look for new ways to um, proceed and expand myself as a musician. So I feel like, I, maybe I have found myself, I don't know, but I feel like there's definitely a lot for me to learn. I'm only 17 right now, obviously, so I, I have a lot of time to, you know, figure out what I'm going to do. But I'm, I'm very happy with where I'm at right now and what I'm doing, so it feels pretty good. Okay. Now talk to us about being a young artist in the game, uh, pros and cons, um, some of what you've ex seen or experienced. I think that the, um, the great thing with it is that there's, especially when you're a young artist and you, like, you know, set your mind in knowing that this is what you want to do, you have so many years ahead of you. You know, it, it obviously is an advantage when you start making music at 15 versus when you start making music at 30. Um, so you have a lot of extra time to do music or at least, at least do music to try and achieve a certain goal. You have more time to do that. Um... I also feel that being a young artist, you know, it just, it, I don't know, there's something about being 17 and recording music and all that stuff that it might relate to the first one, but it just feels great for me to be able to be 17. I'm producing music with my friends that I grew up with and all that. The cons, um, I think that a big con with that is that a lot of young artists, especially in uh, Canada, in like, Toronto area, a lot of younger artists are kind of placed under the subject of, you know, like most of them kind of like look at them and they're like, oh, you know, that kid shouldn't really be making music or rapping. He should be staying in school, this, that, you know, and a lot of people, there's a lot of, you know, hate that goes on in the younger age groups because, you know, I, I guess it's just, all, you know, people just don't tend to like younger artists, I guess, for whatever reason, but you know, I've, I've never really been faced by that because I'm just going to keep doing my own thing. But, you know, it, it does definitely breed a lot of um, headbutting when there's a lot of other younger artists that want the same spot that you do. Right, right. I could imagine, right? Everybody going for that number one spot, essentially. Oh, yeah, no, totally. And it's tough because for me, you know, I've always, always wanted to support the any artist that is especially from, you know, my area. I've always supported underground artists from anywhere that I can find them. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're in the same game and we're in the same place. So, you know, um, of course, I'm going to always, you know, show love and support and do whatever I can to help, you know, these younger artists like me um, thrive and succeed because I know what it's like to try and work your ass off or something like that. So, you know, I'm I'm always willing to try and do my best to help the younger artists in, in my city um, shine because I, just, I love seeing my city, you know, be in a good place especially from feeling like I've made a contribution to those people's lives. 
And that's big for you being a young artist and being willing to in in in, in verbalizing that look, hey, I'm here to help anybody, you know. Oh yeah, totally. And it's something that just and it's not even just young artists. I feel like generally it's just to the music industry is so competitive and it be, can almost become where everyone almost seems conceited and everyone's too focused on, you know, me, me, and me. But, you know, and I, of course you're obviously going to, me as an artist, I'm always looking for to go number one myself, but, you know, I'm, I'm always willing to, you know, collaborate and help guys out because, again, like I said, you know, you're, we're all in the same game. You know, we're from the same city. We're coming up together. Why wouldn't I, you know, try and help you out and try and do what I can to, help you maybe get that number one spot and you know I'd I still feel great about it even if they took my spot because again I love seeing people from my city and people from the underground that I feel um, deserve to really get that attention so I've always felt good about helping people out like that okay. talking to King K right now Toronto Canada on the phone lines uh, got the new single now or never so let's talk about the single a little bit. Uh, what was the purpose of this song uh, as the creator in your mind? What was the purpose of this song? I think that, that this is actually a good one because the purpose of this one, um, I've never, until this song was created, I've never sang before in my life. Um, obviously, I dipped and dabbed in the choir and all that when I was younger, but I hadn't actually recorded me singing. Um, I mostly did rap and stuff like that. Not many of it, Not any of it was released. But I did do a lot of rapping. And I was in the studio, and I kind of had the beat, and I had an idea because I've been heavily inspired by R&B over the last few months. And I, I love making music and creating music that not only will appeal to other people, but I love making music that I love to listen to myself. And I, I kind of just had an idea in my head that would sound good. And I told the engineer, I'm like, yo, if, if this doesn't go well, just tell me, and I'm going to move on to the next one because I had a bunch of other songs lined up. And I went in and did my thing, and it actually, I was actually really happy with how it turned out. So I think that the purpose of it really was just nothing specific other than me wanting to just, you know, try my hand in something and just try to make something that, you know, I could enjoy a little more than what I was making. And, you know, I, I'm really happy with what I got out of it. So. Now, what would you say are the feelings or emotions you were trying to pull out of the listener? Now that we know the creative side of what you're expecting, uh, what, what are you, what are you trying to pull from that listener? What do you want them to receive from it? Um, I think that what I wanted them to receive was a listening experience that was going to be, you know, where you listen to the song and you can almost tell tell more of the story. And that was one big part of it. I'm a huge fan of, of storytelling in different forms of music, and that was one. But I also wanted to add a vocal component because on a personal level, I really loved, like I said, I really was inspired by R&B. And, you know, I really wanted to um, give people the same listening experience that I always feel when I'm listening to somebody like, um, you know, Drake or um, Bryson Tiller or Chris Brown with the vocal component, something like that. I wanted to create something like that for people to have not only the storytelling, but also a good vocal component that would appeal to people in not only lyricism, but also sound. Mm. Wow, okay. Now, to what do you attribute your unique sound to? Because you have a very unique sound yourself with the melodic vibes and tones on this record in particular. So to what do you attribute that sound to? Is it just the fact that you've been heavily listening to the R&B side or is it a little more in depth? 
I think a lot of it is mostly the influence. Like again, I've um, the music I make is specifically um, catered to my own listening habits. It used to be more catered to everybody else, but I felt like you know if I I felt like if I was letting I was letting the industry almost take control of me if I was going to cater to everyone else. And I wanted to make stuff where I could be like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to try and, you know, make music with the thought of, I want this kind of song to appeal to this group of people or this group of people. I just want to make music that I want to listen to. And I listen to a very wide array of music. So I wanted to make stuff that, if it appealed to me, I felt like it would also appeal to people that were into different genres of music. So I think that it was mostly just me trying to make music that I love myself. It wasn't really me trying to please anyone other than me. So that's pretty much the whole gist of it. Now, how is it being a hip-hop artist from Canada? Talk to my listeners a little bit. Um, you know, the most notable, of course, that they would know, of course, would be your Drake. Um, but it's a, yeah. I know it's a different uh, experience, a different culture, a different lifestyle, too. So talk to my listeners a little bit about just being an artist from Canada, from that area, pros and cons even on that end. Well, there's obviously a lot of cons coming from Canada. I think that a big thing is that... Um, it's just, I mean, the most industry, I mean, the U.S. is such a massive market for music that, you know, most of the big artists come out there. Canadian artists, obviously, we've had our fair share, but it's obviously a lot more difficult. And not to mention, even, again, I feel like this might be, and it might just be everywhere. I mean, obviously, I don't have the experience of witnessing what the culture is like in New York or Florida or anywhere in the U.S., but honestly, a big con is that Toronto it's not the most supportive city out there with the rappers, like I was saying, with the young artists, but it's just it's just a big thing where a lot of Toronto artists are so conceited and just trying to only really just promote themselves and think about just trying to make everyone else look bad. But again, you know, I think that for me, I just don't really feel like I fit into that category. Um, the, the pros of it, though, is that, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of where I'm from. Despite all that, you know, I, I love Toronto. It's an amazing city, and I absolutely love Canada. You know, the culture for me is a huge thing because, you know, me growing up around it was big, but also just um, there's just something special about being able to say that you're from Canada. And it might just be the fact that I'm, again, very proud and prideful of where I'm from, but, you know, to see, you know, a guy like Drake, a guy like Tory Lanez, a guy like Nav, and big Canadian artists, or like The Weeknd, obviously, like big Canadian artists that, you know, not only are from Canada, but a lot of them are very proud to, you know, speak out and let you know that they're from Canada and right, say, notice right. me and notice our culture. So right. that's like a huge thing for me is that, you know, I'm proud that the big guys that are from the same place I'm from are, you know, proud to show that this is where they're from. And I, I think that I definitely want to do the same for my city because I'm very proud of the city. That's dope. Makes sense, too. Yeah. Now, speaking about Canada, uh, how's your area responding to the new release of this song? How, how What's the feedback been like? It's been really great. I mean, the, it actually has been probably my most positive feedback from any song that I've done. Um, you know, I my neighborhood has actually kind of been loving it. Um, it's actually gone pretty decent around the area. Even some of my teachers from like school have actually been like kind of hearing it and being like, yo, this, this is actually kind of dope. And it's, yeah, I've had a lot of people 
come up to me, you know, in school and be like, yo, your stuff's actually starting to get pretty good. That was a really good song and all that. And yeah, I mean, you know, my area, I mean, it's not necessarily a massive thing in my area, but it's definitely, you know, the feedback it has received has been pretty great. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy that, it, it, like, I, like I said, you know, it's great that people like it, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking to just, well, I'm looking forward to take the next step and, you know, try and figure out the direction of um, where the next few songs are going to go. So, but yeah, I'm very happy with what, with how the community has reacted so far because they really enjoyed what I've made. Like you say, you still got room for growth. That's the beautiful thing about it. If you're here now, you know, can imagine where you're going, you know, for the future. Oh, yeah, totally. There's there's a long, it's a long road. This is just the start of what hopes to be a very long career. So I'm I'm not really looking at this year as a make or break thing. Because, again, I'm 17, so I got, I got many years ahead of me. And you sound very um, knowledgeable about the game you're trying to play too. Um, just from your conversation, it's not doesn't sound like it's you know you're looking for fame and, and, and fortune right away. You're look you're looking to study and learn the craft and be educated from the craft. Like that's what I'm hearing from our conversation. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, but you know, like obviously as an artist, you want to be as big as you can be. Right. But I right. think it's also important to you know, include that learning experience. Because again, you know, as a 17-year-old from Toronto, Canada, and I'm really, I'm only working on my first ever album right now, I think I'm just trying to, try and figure out where to go. And again, I've always loved the growth aspect of things because I feel like, you know, in five years, I, I do think that in five years, I'm, I'm probably going to end up being a very different artist from what I am now. But, you know, I'm, of course, the, the learning component and trying to, learn the learn the game and the industry is a, a definitely a massive part of me and I'm I'm definitely think that I've been learning pretty quickly in the last year because of the people that have been able to help me out with that. So it's been it's been a long it's gonna be a long journey, but you know, I'm I'm in for all of it. So we'll see we'll see what happens with that. Okay. Now talk to us, why the title choice, now or never, for the new single? Well, the title choice was actually just kind of the original chorus I did because I had the beat, I, I wrote to it, and that was like the chorus I kind of just came off. I usually don't really name songs right away. I just kind of write something. I'll usually try and start by writing the chorus, and I'll usually just kind of pick a title from, you know, maybe a, a word or a line in the chorus. And I happened to write Now or Never Twice because it worked, and I was just kind of like, okay, well, I guess that works with the song. So I just kind of stuck with what the chorus had in it just wanted to uh fill my listeners in i like to ask artists that especially when i hear a title that i feel like you know deserves some explanation in the sense of its origin or origination um like you said just yeah. even putting it in the song you know the repetitiveness of putting it in a song said to you that maybe this speaks to the song yeah, and a lot of people have, will get inspired by, you know, the titles of certain things. Some people might even have a, a song title in mind before they write it. Um, it's hard for me to really do that because then I kind of feel like, I feel like I have to work those, the title into the lyrics at one point. So I don't really, I don't, I used to try to write the titles out before I wrote it, but now I just kind of like, you know, I'll just write something and get a chorus in, and if the chorus or, you know, lyrics have a, a title that sounds good, then I'll just kind of throw it in. But, yeah, no, I, I'm not really an artist that writes the title beforehand, just because I can't really... It's hard for me to write that way, because I feel like I have to stick to 
I have to be almost too specific um, about what I'm writing about. Now, let me take this time to give you a little feedback on what I thought of the record. Like I said, just as a fan of music and the culture itself. Um, yeah. I thought you definitely had a, a unique sound overall with this record. Um, like you said, it's your first time, I guess, even playing with this sound. Um, a nice, melodic vibe to the record. Great subject matter. It was very relatable. Um, I can I can catch the hints of the like kind of like R&B and even a little bit of EDM with a little bit of pop feel even. So it was kind of a yeah. nice mesh. Um, so diverse sound, um, production is nice quality, definitely nice quality on the production overall. Um, catchy hook, smooth delivery. I thought that works overall. Um, even over the energetic beat, um, I can hear it on the radio, but I think it has crossover potential of course too. And it kind of reminds me of kind of like a post Malone kind of vibe, you know, um, the yeah. buildup. I, I think the, the only negative, and I wouldn't even call it a negative, but the only thing I would say, uh, is probably on the intro that build up that take it takes too long to come in and that's coming from a industry DJ standpoint you know I work with DJs and when it comes to a song taking too long to get into the song you know that always you know whenever I'm talking to my DJs and they they're talking giving critique to artists that's one of the things that always stands out to them uh, in their conversation and feedback to the artists is make sure we can get into the song as quick as possible so just from an industry yeah. and a DJ standpoint, that would be my only feedback um, of, of, of work to be possibly done. Um, otherwise, I definitely hear potential in the record, um, and I look forward to hearing more from King K. But the now or never, I uh, definitely hear potential with it. Yeah, there was, um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you definitely are right about the intro. The intro was long. I think that I had, I think that the only reason why I kept the intro long was just kind of, I guess it might have been kind of suspensing. I don't know. There's always, I think at the at the time, and I think this is actually why I, I originally wanted it as an intro for for my upcoming album, and the long intro I feel like for an album thing kind of works. Right, right, right. Just, and it didn't turn out to be the intro for the album. I'm just having it as a single. But at the time, I was like kind of concerned. Should I just take it out? But then I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna play around with it. I was just gonna kind of send it. But I mean, yeah, it the long intro definitely was a, a down point that I thought would have been a bit of an issue but you know it's again long road so there's gonna right. be a lot of time left so nah, we'll man, see what it... happens in the next two songs i actually i actually kind of shamelessly plug but yeah, <laughs> I, actually got, you know, I actually got a new song dropping in uh, an hour and 27 minutes oh so nice yeah. nah, dope 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 nah i mean as you said man uh it's a growth period it's development it's learning you know so Again, I'm not even saying fall back from the song because the song definitely has potential to go. Just from a DJ yeah. standpoint, that's you're definitely going to hear that from DJs. They're going to tell you that. So I, you know, if that's something you're going to push, I would definitely go ahead chop that out real quick now, and then get ready for that service pack for the DJs when they want that record. Like, hey, send me the record. It's already ready to go in the sense of they can play it from the top of the record and get right into it. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, no, I appreciate the feedback, man. I, I, I'm very thankful for that. No. I'm, always, I'm always looking for more, like I said, I'm always looking for more feedback. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you gave some, some to me. So, you know, thanks for that. My pleasure, brother. My pleasure, man. It's, it's, it's reach one, teach one. We got iron sharpens iron around here, you know. I'm all, yeah, totally. Especially when I see somebody's serious about the craft and seriously trying to do something. They're open-minded. They're willing to learn more. They're willing to listen. 
you know, that's I do. I, I look at that as my due diligence to to educate or to give that piece of knowledge as I can. You know. Yeah, totally. Now, talk to us a little bit. Who are some of those artists that influenced you, or musicians that influenced you? Well, I've been influenced in a lot of different ways by a lot of different ones. Um, the big one for me, definitely Lil Wayne. Um, mostly with him being my favorite artist, but also like you know, I, I was all, I get the lyrics from him most of the time, and just the, the the thing that impressed me the most with him was the fact that he was able to. He was not a one-dimensional artist. Obviously, people know him as a rapper, and they think of him as just, you know, the rapper and all that stuff. But he branched out and did so many different genres. You heard him, you know, you've heard him on doing EDM stuff. He's done, yeah. he did his rock album, obviously. He, right. you know, dipped and dabbed in R&B. He's done so many different types of rap, and that's what I loved about him is the fact that there's so many different types of listening experiences with him, and I saw glimpses in that. And my other influences, like Drake being one, uh, Chris Brown was a big one. Um, I think a very up, a, a kind of an up and coming artist now that definitely influenced my R&B sound a lot. Young Blue, um, okay. I see okay. a little bit of flashes in that. But yeah, no, I'm very the big one for me. Um, will always definitely be Lil Wayne because there was nothing like that for me that. Again, as a listening experience that he gave me, I kind of wanted to recreate that because I love listening to it. And again, I wanted to make music that I love listening to. Gotcha. So what's coming up for King K? What's on the verge? What should our listeners be on the lookout for? Well, I got the new song coming out soon. So um, by the time that, by the time this is over, we're probably going to have to, I'm going to have to be preparing for the drop. But I got a, a new album coming out this year. Um, called Universal. It's going to be dropping. I'm going to reveal this time right now, but it's actually coming out New Year's as soon as the ball drops. Oh, wow. Okay. So I got a bunch of songs on there that are going to be ready. Now or Never is going to be on there. And the new song that I'm dropping tonight will also be on there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, finally getting going. I've been trying to get an album together for, for quite a while now. I actually banged this out at a pretty solid amount of time, but I'm, I'm excited for this one to get out there because um, I'm very proud of what I got. Talking to King K right now in Toronto, Canada on the phone lines. Um, before I let you introduce the song, go ahead and give out your social media real quick so all our listeners can tap in and follow the movement. Yeah, for sure. So my Instagram um, is official6kingk, like the number six. Um, my Twitter's a little harder to remember. I don't even remember like making the... I don't even think I made a username for this. It's just like King K nine three one 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 six twenty. So it's a bit that's a little hard to find. And then the the Snapchat, which is probably where I most frequently promote my music and stuff like that. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff on my Snapchat. So if you're looking for that, that's gonna be um, I'm just gonna spell it out for everybody just because it's my actual name. Um, it's D A N I I L underscore K H A D. Y-K-I-N, so if you want to get some behind-the-scenes stuff done, definitely have a Snapchat, because that's where all the all the behind-the-scenes stuff is going to be, because I post a lot on there. Alright, make sure our listeners stay tapped in with your, my man, King K. Go ahead, introduce the new single for them, so they can put their ears to it. Oh, yeah. Well, this one, definitely one that I'm happy with, so Now or Never, which was actually... Um, quick info thing that I, I love about this song and this album is that 
this uh, song was recorded at the same studio that, um, of course, me being a Drake fan, that it was recorded at the same studio where Drake actually did his first three albums. It was recorded at the same place where Thank Me Later, uh, Take Care, and Nothing Was the Same was recorded. So that's a huge thing for me with this album, that knowing that it's been recorded at that same place as on albums like that is a huge thing. No doubt, no doubt. And it's called Now and Never, and you're going to put your ears to it right now out there in the Bandwagon Nation. Y'all turn it up. I'm hearing it for the first time right now, the Bandwagon Radio. There you go. Thank you. 